This podcast is sponsored by Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management, award-winning wealth managers who go above and beyond to support and guide you. Visit candowealth.com to start building your wealth with confidence. Hello and welcome to Coffee House Shots, the Spectator's daily politics podcast. I'm Isabel Hardman and this is the Sunday Roundup. Thursday saw a double defeat for the Conservatives that will not soon be forgotten. They lost the Wakefield by-election to Labour and the Liberal Democrats managed to overturn a majority of over 24,000 votes in Tiverton and Honiton, making it one of the biggest by-election defeats in British political history. However, even that does not seem to have dampened the Prime Minister's spirits and he has claimed to have already set his sights on a third term in office. Trevor Phillips asked the Northern Ireland Secretary Brandon Lewis about whether this was a good idea. Isn't it time, if you really want to protect the Conservatives' mission, get your manifesto pledges done? The person who is standing in the way of that is the Prime Minister. No, actually, I disagree and look, at, a, at a couple of levels. First of all, most of the people who are calling uh, and making criticisms on the Prime Minister are people who want to see him gone because they want to win an election. The Labour Party, the Liberal Democrats, uh, people who oppose Brexit initially. Uh, this is somebody I think is capable of winning a general election, delivering for our country, as he has done in the past. Look, I've been chairman of our party through difficult elections and more successful elections as well. Uh, you cannot extrapolate, as you know, a, a by-election result into a general election result. Not least of all, because even if we look at Tiverton, the Liberal Democrat vote in itself went up marginally. What we've got to do is motivate those people who didn't come and vote, who usually would vote yeah, for us, you, to come you, back and vote for us. That's about delivery. Yeah, and, and as I've said to you, Trevor, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not underscoring that's a bad result. What we've got to do is encourage and give a reason to those people in a general election to come back and vote for us. That's about delivering over the next year or two and then about showing that our plans for the following Parliament are exciting plans to take our country forward. And Boris Johnson's the person who can do that. All right. Sophie Rayworth asked Lewis about a column written in the Sunday Telegraph by the former Brexit Secretary David Davis, calling on the government to implement tax cuts sooner rather than later. That is the point that David Davis, your colleague, is making in the Sunday Telegraph today. And he says that the party needs to stop talking about what you're going to do, what you're going to do to help people, and actually do it. He says you need to stop talking about tax reductions and deliver them. When are you going to do that? Well, people are going to see a tax reduction next month, actually. The change in national insurance means that most people are going to see a several hundred pounds uh, tax reduction next month. They're going to see further support, part of that £37 billion package in the autumn that's going to come through. So that is happening. Uh, a big chunk of that £37 billion is already um, in the system with the, the duty cuts that the Chancellor's brought in. So we are getting on with these things. And even just tomorrow, we'll be starting the process of the legislation to fix the issues of the Northern Ireland Protocol. So we are getting on with the job and delivering today as well. Delivering things that will help people now who are struggling with the rising cost of living. You're still the highest taxing Tory government in history. What are you going to do to help people now? Well, there's two things. First of all, as we've come out of COVID, that unprecedented right support that we put in place through COVID obviously has meant that we've now got to make those tough decisions around balancing the economy for the future. It's not just about the Chancellor's decisions. have got to be not just about how we help people today, but the impact that has in the medium and the long term. But he has put in place a £37 billion support package that's putting more money in people's pockets. Over 8 million people, a third of the most vulnerable people in the population will see a £1,200 per household benefit through that package. So this is actual money that's going to help people today and tomorrow. And as I say, the, the, the tax benefit people will see from national insurance threshold change comes in in July. 
Rayworth also interviewed the Shadow Foreign Secretary David Lammy and brought up the railway strikes that so disrupted the network last week. She asked him to address the issue of many Labour MPs defying their leadership in order to join the picket lines. Let's talk about strikes, um, the strikes, the RMT strikes last week. 50 MPs went against the wishes of the party leader and joined the RMT picket lines last week. What is going to happen to them? What will the repercussions be? Well, I suspect the Chief Whip will be speaking to them next week and making it very clear that a serious party of government does not join picket lines. Um, it's likely that there will continue to be disputes over the coming weeks and months. We're in a cost-of-living crisis uh, and people will no doubt be concerned about um, rising inflation and where their salaries are as a result of that. Um, a serious party of government in government is in the business of negotiation, sitting down uh, with both those who are striking uh, and management who make these work and conditions. And so, look, I don't think it's helpful to stand on picket lines. And yet 50 MPs, uh, Labour MPs, went against Keir Starmer and the leadership's um, wishes. Has he lost control of his own MPs? Keir Starmer has not lost control of his own MPs. We've just seen that the parties that have lost control are parties that lose votes. And I think that's the Conservatives <laughs> and the Prime Minister who's lost his backbenchers. Uh, the Labour Party is in a strong position with strong leadership and a clear direction uh, of travel. I, I, I haven't seen the numbers and I've seen that there's some photos that have been put out that are actually previous uh, um, uh, strikes, not, not the current strikes. So I don't know if the number is in crack 50, but there's no suggestion at all uh, of, of dispute within the party. On the same theme, Rayworth asked Lammy about potential industrial action at Heathrow. What about GMB and Unite uh, workers who are the unions representing the BA check-in staff, the ones who say they're going to go on strike, who've balloted for strike this summer, who could ruin a lot of people's summer holidays? They're balloting for strike because of a 10% pay cut that was imposed on them during the pandemic. They want it reversed. Do you support them? Will you stand with them? Well, look, all of us are feeling the pinch with inflation. Many of us uh, might want a rise of 10%. Uh, in truth, most people understand it's unlikely that you're going to get that. Uh, it's a negotiation and it's absolutely, it would not be right, it would not be responsible opposition if I suggested yes to every strike, you should get your, no one So would do think, you support them or not? No, I don't. No, I don't. It is a no. It's a categorical Why? no. Why? Because I'm serious about the business of being in government and the business of being in government is that you support negotiation. Now, every single dispute will be different. Uh, it, most of them are not just on salary. Many are on conditions. Many are on modernisation. Some are on pensions. So it would be slightly binary to suggest it was solely about salary. But responsible government negotiates. This government is in the driving seat. This government isn't negotiating. This government is not well, this is this particular strike is, is British Airways, obviously, isn't it? Yeah, but look, look at what's happening in Britain. We've got queues in all our airports, both on the security side and both waiting for your luggage. You can't get a passport. You can't get a driving license. Uh, uh, you know. The country's in a standstill. It's not Labour Party in the driving seat. It's the Conservatives in the driving seat. Philip spoke to Giorgio Valle d'Almeida the European Union's ambassador to the UK, who gave his opinion on the government's plans for resolving issues created by the Northern Ireland Protocol. Any chance that uh, 
we might be able to resolve this problem? Can you see a way through? We remain very much committed to that. Uh, we want to find a way out. Uh, I'm afraid the government's track uh, is maybe, probably, unfortunately, a road to nowhere. And, and we, we would like to avoid that. When you say it's a road to nowhere, you, you basically just dismissed what they're, what they're proposing. I mean, uh, Mr Lewis has told, told us that there's going to be a new bill and he's going to try to deal with the practical problems and so on. Are you just simply dismissing what they've offered? No, we're not dismissing, but we, we read it very carefully and we think, to be very frank, we think it is both illegal and unrealistic. It is illegal because it's, it's a breach of international law. Uh, a breach of EU law, UK law, and international law. It's a treaty that we signed, ratified, and even went through a, a general election in this country. We also believe it is unrealistic because it does not provide a real uh, alternative to the protocol. You know, we had long negotiations to trying to sort of square the circle around the problems created by Brexit and the kind of Brexit that was chosen in Northern Ireland. None of us, British side, our side, could find anything other than this platform to try to address uh, those issues. We are committed to find the, the practical solutions on implementation, but we cannot start talking if the, if the, if the baseline is to say everything we, are, we, we have agreed before is to be put aside. And finally, Rayworth interviewed the Lib Dem leader, Sir Ed Davey, and asked him if his party and Labour were pursuing an electoral pact. Your vote collapsed in Wakefield and Labour's vote collapsed in Devon. Is there some sort of deal with Labour, no. informal or... No? Nothing? No, no, no formal? Not, nothing informal? Not at all, because if you look at the seats we need to win at the next election, that we can win the next election, we've got to persuade a lot of former Conservatives to vote for us. And that's what we're doing very, very successfully. Now, the truth is, uh, it's our responsibility to beat as many Conservative MPs at the next election. We've got to get rid of this Conservative government. They don't have a plan for our country. They're failing our, our country. We need a change of uh, direction. Uh, and, and I think you're seeing the voters work out for themselves who to get behind if they want to punish Boris Johnson and the Conservatives. That's happened in the past. I think it's happening increasingly so. And that's certainly what we saw in Tifton Honton. And before that, Chesham Amersham, when we won uh, a year ago in True Blue, Buckinghamshire beat the Conservatives there, and North Shropshire just before Christmas, where we beat the Conservatives in a seat they'd held for 200 years. So voters can figure this out for themselves. And I think it's quite a, 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 a relief for many people that they can beat the Conservatives and send a message uh, that Boris Johnson must go. That's all for this week. I'm Isabel Hardman and this podcast was produced by Matthew Taylor. Don't forget to subscribe to the Coffee House Shots podcast on the iTunes store. And if you enjoyed this podcast, do subscribe to our daily evening blend email. It's a free roundup of all the political news each day, along with analysis and a diary on what to expect next. Just go to spectator.co.uk forward slash blend. Thanks for listening and do join us again next week. <laughs>